Hey, great day. So before we get into today's podcast episode, I have a huge announcement. We are bringing back the Abundant CEO Private Practice Bootcamp. This is a three-day virtual party that I'm inviting all mental health therapists that either want a private practice in the next six to 12 months, or you already have had a private practice, maybe for the last year, five years, or even over a decade, but you want to understand wealth and cash flow in your company. You want to learn how to show up as a CEO and work more on your business versus in your business. Maybe you want to assess the health and the wealth of your current or future private practice to really see if you're on the right path to increasing your revenue, to growing your practice, maybe to streams of income later, or maybe even a group practice. Bottom line is you will walk away from this three-day bootcamp clarifying and understanding your niche, understanding how to show up as an abundant CEO, and most importantly, assessing the health of what you believe is a profitable private practice. So head down to the show notes and go to the link drtk.com forward slash links and sign up for the bootcamp. I'll see you there. Now let's head into the podcast episode. Welcome to the Branding for Abundance podcast. My name is Dr. TK. I am a licensed clinical psychologist and success coach. My goal on this podcast is to simply teach you how to proclaim your victory in your relationships, academic and career endeavors, business, money, and your mindset. Learn some simple tools and techniques to brand your life for abundance and live your epic lifestyle. Welcome back to the Branding for Abundance podcast. This is Dr. TK, clinical psychologist and your branding coach. So today um, on the podcast, we have a special episode and I believe that this title resonates with so many mental health professionals across the world simply because we have all been to school. We have all been taught how to navigate through the college system, take courses, whether it's been on the campus and or online. And because of the fast pace of technology, a lot of us have even taken continuing educational unit courses and or um, just informational courses online. Okay. So the title of this podcast episode is, you know, do you really want to teach online? Okay. So I want to introduce you to an awesome and phenomenal mental health professional. They are located in Michigan. They are actually a psychologist and some of the things that they currently do in the mental health field right now, they have a private practice in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Um, this person along with their colleague, which is an LMSW, they have a business called Therapist Refresher, and together they provide free mediations to support therapists in their work, which I'm just going to say, like, this is phenomenal. I am starting to recognize more and more with being able to read about what therapists are doing through these podcast episodes, that there are a lot more therapists helping other therapists, and I love it. Sorry, just had to make that plug. I love what these therapists are doing. So this clinician said that we are also providing free Monday mantra emails, offering inspiration and resources, um, you know, to the public. So... As far as where they see themselves in ideal lifestyle or within their business in the next two years, this particular clinician wants to maintain a part-time private practice doing psychotherapy and consultation and through the therapist refresher to offer several online courses that generate, I love it, 
passive income. So first, let's talk about what passive income means versus active income, and then we'll go into where this therapist is stuck at. So active income is something that you are doing, of course, and you're actively doing it. So for example, if this podcast were generating money every time I record it, like a TV show that comes on like Friends, what were they making, like a million dollars per episode or something? So if every time I did a podcast and I made money, that's technically active income. However, every time someone downloads my podcast and plays it again, like a rerun on a TV show, that's considered passive income. I believe that we need a mixture of both unless you are literally like, a visionary of your business and you're literally just meeting with somebody so that they can go implement all your work. Um, But most business owners, um, CEOs don't operate that way. We still have a hand in our business. And so for passive income, um, where this therapist is stuck at is they they want help marketing their online video course. And so I'm guessing by marketing the online video course, I have one assumption, but I don't want to... um, think that this is accurate because I'm not sure. Um, But I don't know if this online video course is made yet. And maybe they've marketed this video course and it hasn't been successful. I'm not sure. However, let's just err on the side of caution and say that um, it's not created yet, but they have an idea about what they want to do. So here are my tips for this particular clinician. Um, The first question I have is what videos are you doing right now on other platforms so that we can Um, what I call release the curtain and let people see you, okay? Um, A lot of people these days, especially because of technology and things are being done online, we need that human connection. This is the reason why when I'm recording these podcast episodes, I'm also recording a video simultaneously so that I'm looking at the screen talking to the therapist and they actually get a chance to listen to this podcast episode before it's aired, but I'm talking to them even though it's recorded, right? So um, I would encourage this clinician to start to mimic the behavior that you're going to have to do, even if it is a recorded video series, because of course it's going to be passive income. So and I'm saying this because a lot of mental health providers don't like to get on the camera, but yet we want clients to show up to our video course. In a video course, there has to be pictures. There has to be videos, a mixture of audios. And the reason I'm saying there has to be is that I've I've taken courses where it's been straight up audio, no picture. I've taken courses where um, it's all video and no workbooks. I am a firm believer in active listening and people will, um, you know, latch on to information and retain it a lot more If they are being a active learner, meaning they are looking at something, they are listening to something and they are writing something. I'm catering to all of the learning styles. Okay. So, um, with this particular clinician, I would just make sure that you are doing videos right now, whether that be on social media and the videos don't have to be specifically about the same, um, topic of your video course, but what videos can serve is that you're creating your brand of what your business is known for. So if you're focused on, for example, erasing the drama of trauma symptoms, that's the, what I see the seven episode video course. Then my question would be, how is the video set up? Because that can also stand in the way of other mental health providers connecting with you. We need human contact, even through telehealth. Most clinicians prefer that we can see our clients versus being on the telephone. Why? Because we can't read their body language. And that speaks 
to their mood and affect, whether it's congruent or incongruent, right? So I would expect that we would provide the same type of resources to the people that we want to put these videos in front of. So um, for marketing, it always goes back to the brand. What is your brand? We know the name of your business, um, or I do. You know, I see what services you're providing and to what niche group. But does the world know about you? And most importantly, is what you're providing in the video needed right now to the population you want to serve? Okay. So if I can use like an, a crazy like example, let's just go back to the Flintstone days based off of how we used to watch cartoons. They had cars, but their feet was the motor. So if we were to tell them, oh yeah, we have cars that fly. I mean, they don't even have cars with an engine. So why are we offering them something that they may not necessarily recognize that they need right now? And if that's the case, then what are we supposed to do if we know that people don't know that they need something right now? Because this actually sounds like therapy clients sometimes. They don't know that therapy is highly recommended right now based off of their current situation. So what do we do? We provide a lot of psychoeducation. So this is what you can do in some of those videos is provide a high level, um, high frequency of videos, even if it's like a two minute great morning video, these are some tips, or this is the tip of the day. You have to be able to warm up your audience. The worst thing you can do, and you may have been on the receiving end of this is all of us check our emails. How many of us have received emails from some type of online course, but yet we missed the webinar. Um, we missed the live on Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. And we're trying to figure out what exactly they're selling and why does it cost that amount? Even if it's free, we don't understand why they sent it to us because we weren't warmed up. So don't talk to a cold market the way that you market your video course is first letting people know about who you are, which is your brand, okay? Um, Another thing that you want to look at is based off of what you teach, is there a direct correlation with who you're putting it in front of? So even though you said psychoeducate therapists, not all therapists necessarily work with certain levels of trauma. And based off the information that you are going to be teaching in this video course, what or who would be your ideal client on the receiving end? Would it be, if I were to use my different selves as an example, based off where I worked, would it be the Dr. TK that works with transitional age youth on career testing and getting them into college and helping them make decisions? Or would it be the Dr. TK that worked in a juvenile facility for four and a half years with adolescent boys? Who would you market to? Because if you say, I want to market to everybody, always remember that when you want to serve everybody, you serve no one, okay? When you want to serve everybody, you will serve no one. You have to hone in on your target group, even within the target group, okay? So again, how I always say it in um, some past podcasts is before we go to marketing, we first have to establish our brand. We have to make sure that people know about our brand, which means that we have to position ourselves to be in front of people a lot more than we probably would like to be. And that means showing your face, sharing your voice, getting in front of people, going out to networking events, getting to meet some of these therapists, and also polling your audience to actually see If this is something that they actually want, because it may be a need, but for a therapist to open up and say, oh, I should probably take that course. Are they going to do it? We don't know. 
So you want to learn how to poll your audience. So if this episode or anything in the episode has resonated with any of the listeners for this podcast, I would highly recommend that you one, reach out to me um, in the show notes. I've provided a couple of links. One of the links is the Branding for Abundance um, Dope Therapist Circle. The Dope Therapist Circle is free of charge and I send out a branding tip every single Saturday. Okay. So you get that in your inbox for free. Another thing that I would recommend is to check out the Dope Therapist Academy. If you are interested in launching or revamping the back office of your private practice, the purpose of that program is within the 30 days, you will be able to build out a brand, a blueprint, your whole back office system, including client funnels, uh, documentation, uh, consultations, price points, everything that will make the doors to your practice open and allow clients to come in, meaning the right clients, then this is the program for you. So if you're interested in the Dope Therapist Academy, I would highly recommend that you get on the wait list because you definitely want to know about the early bird specials and you want to be one of the first ones to enroll because I typically do have a cap because I like to get to know all of my therapists that are in there. Okay. So if you have any further questions, make sure that you reach out to us um, at hello at drtk.com. Make sure for daily motivation that you're following me also on Instagram at drtkpsych. And again, make sure that you give me um, some feedback about how you um, enjoyed this podcast episode. What were some of your biggest takeaways? Please share this podcast episode with other mental health professionals, because as you can see, We need to network. We need to know what one another is doing also so that we can refer to one another based off what we're offering. Okay. So I really hope that you enjoyed this podcast episode and I will see you in the next one. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast episode today. I am super excited to see your growth in your business, career, money, and relationships. Be sure to check me out on Instagram at Dr. TK Psych, where you can find daily inspiration and tips to live your abundant lifestyle.